listening to the Screen Tearing Podcast with Vector the Nomad and Dual Revolvers. In this episode, the crew talks about things in reality that you think only happens in video games. Now loading episode 7, Real Life Game Mechanics. Initializing. Invincible's still great. If you haven't seen Invincible, watch it. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm caught up. I just haven't seen episode seven, which is the one so that just not, came you're out. You're not caught up then. It's it's the definition of, of not caught up. I'm sort of caught up. Well, for you, there's there's only two episodes left. So there's episode seven and eight, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, I might wait till next week to watch both of them. That makes sense. I mean, why, why not? Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, just ended. They did a six-episode season. Yeah. Uh, they had a really good final episode. I mean, there were some missteps, and and uh, it, definitely not as good as Invincible, that's for sure. And then, uh, let's see. I started watching Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it, I just, I think the, the show, what keeps me hooked to that show is how good it looks. It's a good-looking show. It just looks really good. So, uh, the story, I've only seen the first episode, but I, I'm definitely excited to keep watching and then um and then the mortal Kombat movie that's the big the big news this week is the mortal Kombat movie which you you have not seen yet i have seen it and uh go into it with low expectations that's all i can say okay and and if if you're a fan of the mortal Kombat games you will have a great time but critics are apparently panning the movie i'm i'm shocked really yeah, I I wasn't expecting that, but um, it can't be as as bad as the '90s Mortal Kombat movies were. Well, the original Mortal Kombat is was previously the best video game movie ever made. I love that movie, the original Mortal Kombat. Yes. Annihilation yes. is disgusting. Yes, I can't believe. Do you? I, re- I can't believe. Do you remember that modern interpretation of of um, Mortal Kombat that came out on YouTube a little while ago? Was fan made. Yeah, yeah, and there was. I mean, there was potential for it to become a real thing. That I think that's probably my favorite adaptation of Mortal, uh, real uh, real life adaptation of Mortal Kombat. Having yeah, not that was seen fantastic. the movie. <laughs> that was um, that was absolutely incredible. What happened there was like some <clears throat> some director was like. You know, he he put together a pitch a lot like the um the Deadpool thing that that leaked. Remember yeah. before they made the Deadpool movie, they, you know oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds just he put together a um you know a thing to 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 get um to pitch to Fox to say hey we want to do this movie. So that's what that mm-hmm. that was. It was just um, an unsuccessful version of what happened with Deadpool. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was the pitch, a more realistic and gritty. Um, Mortal Kombat that that was like you know a lot more grounded, mm-hmm. and um, and it actually was successful because Warner Brothers I think who they own the rights they actually did turn that into a YouTube miniseries but they scrapped the idea of that original pitch and they made it more close to the story of the games which oh, was a huge mistake I think I remember that and it was stupid yeah. it was really stupid yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, they blew it dumb. there, but that was dumb. But the, yeah, no, that's a that would be a great idea for Mortal Kombat, you know, like um, because they had they had Jax and Sonya instead of being um, you know, special forces soldiers, they were uh, 
detectives. Yeah. Yeah, and they were trying to to find uh, information on this Shang Tsung guy who had this this private island where he was holding this illegal, you know, fight island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Man, and, uh, it's it, it's just it was so good. <laughs> I know, yeah, it had such potential. And then for the movie, I still liked this recent Mortal Kombat movie, but it's like, you know, the whole idea of Outworld and the Nether the Nether Nether Realm, and you know, there's. There's monsters and, 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 you know, Goro. Imagine like, okay, a realistic Mortal Kombat movie. How would you handle Goro? Let's say you got to put Goro in the movie. What do you do? Um, I just make him a big ass dude. Maybe he doesn't have big four, ass dude. Maybe he doesn't have four arms or you got to, you got to represent the forearms somehow. Hmm. Two guys in a, in a trench coat. <laughs> no, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe robot arms, robot arms. If you're into that, I mean, like if Kano is still Kano, you know what I mean? Right. If Kano right. is still Kano, then he can have robotic arms of a, a second set of robotic arms. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, either robot arms or, um, yeah. Cause Jax, he needs to have his metal arms, his exactly. metal prosthetics at some point. And mm-hmm. that makes, that's, that's fine. I don't think that's, um, difficult to. To to believe that that you don't have to suspend your disbelief for like a, a prosthetic a cybernetic arm or something that much. Um, it it could happen. They're uh, they're working on it right now. Um, but uh, you know they did uh, they did reptile in the in that um, what do you call it the 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 fan pitch and yeah. they had they were like oh he has harlequinichthyosis which is a real disease you know it makes. Uh, makes your skin appear scaly. Oh and, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, oh man, it's actually rooted in, in some actual science, you know. And and then he like they had Baraka, and he was a doctor who like grafted all these spikes and 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 blades into his own. Oh skeleton. yeah, I remember that. That was so cool. Yeah, I really it was liked. Like, I really liked that one. It was it was realistic and and believable, and um, you know, it was like it was just you know. Johnny Cage was there and he's still a Hollywood actor, but then, you know, he's like a undercover agent. That was kind of like, okay, that's kind of out there. You're going to send a Hollywood actor to, to, to take out this, um, Baraka dude. But, um, what year did that, did that video come out? I don't want to say it was 2010, 2011. Um, let's see. I don't know. The what was the uh, Mortal Kombat with Michael Jai White? He was that's who was playing Jax. It was, yeah, it was twenty ten. Mortal Kombat Rebirth is what they called it. And they had Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, herself as Sonya Blade. Genius. Oh yeah, and um. And fucking, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, you know, what's his name? Yeah, what's his name? You know, they made, yeah, God, that, was made ten, that was 10 years ago. 11. That's crazy. 11 years made, ago. Uh, made Reptile a cannibal? Smart. That yeah, was just smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought Jax was perfectly cast as Michael Jai White. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly who should play that role. Ian Anthony Dale, he's, you know, he's fine. As Scorpion, I think he, he worked really well. 
But yeah, they, you know, that's what we need. We need a Mortal Kombat movie like that. That's what the fans wanted. They were like, give us this. Yes. And then they did, they did that garbage ass miniseries. Mm-hmm. But they actually kept, they kept a lot of the same actors for that. But, um, it's still just, it wasn't, it wasn't what it, what it, it, it was a missed opportunity. It, it didn't live up to its potential. Yes, I like your idea, but let's completely change it. Let's change right. it entirely. Yeah. Yeah, but this new Mortal Kombat movie, you know, it's more it's it's somewhat faithful to the games. They take some liberties, you know, but it's still uh, It's um I liked it a lot. That's all I'm going to say. But um obviously I wasn't expecting a lot, but I had a grin on my face the entire time. As someone who grew up playing the games, um, I hope you like it. Yeah. Um, cause I, I know I did for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever. It's a, it's a movie. What else, what other movies are, are coming out that I'm excited for? Hopefully they finally, uh, Marvel gets off their ass and we can finally watch the Black Widow movie. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, what else is coming out soon? I guess everything, uh, Marvel's doing is, um... Is, uh, you know, I didn't have high hopes. There's that Shang Chi coming out. Oh yeah, have you seen the trailer for that? Uh, parts of the trailer. I, kn- I know you don't watch trailers. Yeah, I saw parts of the trailer, and then Morbius is coming out, and Eternals, and the uh, Venom two. You know, and I guess then we'll the see. Third huh? Spider Man, and apparently another Kingsman movie. Oh, there's going to be another Kingsman? Apparently. What? What do you mean there's going to be another Kingsman? It's called but the they King's did, did they Man. Kingsman? It's called they the King's Kingsman? Man. That doesn't count. It's still the same. That doesn't count. I think it's still part of the series, though, isn't it? I know it is. It's a prequel, but it doesn't count. Oh, it's a prequel, of course. Of course it is. It's like the first... Kingsman from like World War One. Yeah, that's why it's called the King's Man. Right. Got it. Yeah. So, um, but the Kingsman Two was uh, that's the one with the Statesman, right? Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. All right. Um. When's that supposed to come out? Uh, this year. Wow. All right. Good luck. I hope it actually comes out and it doesn't get delayed due to coronavirus august supposed to be august so let's let's hope i can live until then so it must be done they must just be like trying to finish it up another ghostbusters movie another ghostbusters coming out july i've never seen the original but it's with all the way through it's with kids this time oh wow they're, Didn't expect that. They're, they're children. I it think this might also be a prequel. No, it can't be a prequel. That's impossible. Yeah, yeah, that's... Wow. Okay. Interesting. I don't know what this is, but it's got Paul Rudd in it, so I'm down. It's got Paul Rudd. Okay. <laughs> it's got Paul right. Rudd, so I'm down. I've, ne- I, uh, I've never seen the original. I, uh, I need to watch it. You haven't seen Ghostbusters? Not all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. It is not bad. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I can't believe I've never seen it. 
Um, it was just before my time. You know, it came out a new, before. A new 007, which is the number for this episode. This episode is 007. Oh, sick. Or yeah. at least session. <clears throat> yeah, no, that movie has been <laughs> done for, for years. That The new uh, James no Bond. No Time to Die. It was supposed to come out last year. In around oh, this time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it got postponed or something. Yeah, that was dumb. Apparently, that, there's going to be The Matrix 4 coming out. Right, right, right. I'm not excited for that. A new Top Gun, because why not? Nostalgia, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is really flying those planes. <laughs> is he? Yeah, that's really him. Jesus Christ! Is there anything that man won't do? He's he's uh, you know the Scientology and is I strong met, with him. Oh yeah, and the new Space Jam coming out and Free Guy. I want to see Free Guy. Free Guy, I want to see the hell out of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna avoid Space Jam like the plague. And uh, Cruella, there's a new Cruella coming out. That could be fun. I like um, Emma Stone. Yeah, and as long as they, fi- as long as, as long as they fix. The Suicide Squad, I'll be willing. Like they did Justice League, I'll be okay with it. What do you mean fix Suicide Squad? The first Suicide Squad movie was such ass that they're yeah, redoing they're gonna, it just like they not, did They're with. not going to redo Suicide Squad. What do you mean? There's a new one coming out later this year. Yeah, but they're not redoing the first movie. I know. It's basically they're just they're they're rebooting it, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still a continuation, but it, you made it sound like they were going to do a Snyder cut of the original. Oh no, no, no! Suicide no, no. Squad. They're they're just. It's just they're also calling it the Suicide Squad, meaning like it's supposed to overwrite the old one. Is that what they're really calling it? I know it's the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's just the Suicide Squad. Well, wow, <clears throat> that's going to be a cluster frag of a movie because there's like eighty villains that they have to keep track of. Mm-hmm. But I guess most of them are going to die, so there's it's just like... Then there's Dune. Oh, I can't wait for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was also supposed to come out last year. So that should be done. Ooh, no way. What? Is there a Snake Eyes movie coming out? I haven't... I might have heard a rumor, but I don't, I don't think anything was officially announced. It says it's supposed to come out on, in October. Snake Eyes? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Good luck. I you know, I'm not, I know. I mean like I'm I know. I well, like Snake Eyes. I like G.I. Joe. If we can kinda I know, me too. Uh if we can kinda go back to uh mo- uh TV shows, did you watch the newest season of American Gods? No. Okay. Um, then that's something boycott. you need to cut. You need to catch up on. Why? Fuck that. Boycott. Why are you boycotting it. I mean, I'll probably pirate it, right? But you know what they did to uh, Orlando Jones and um, mm. Mr. Nancy's character was because yeah. um, he he actually did a rant talking about like what happened on the show, and it's some complete bullshit. The producer of the one of the producers that they they were the show went under new management, and so one of the new producers came in and was like. Um, yeah, this story that you guys have been telling for the past two seasons, I don't think this is the right message for the black community. And it's like, first off, you're not a member of the black community, so you don't get to comment on what's right. First off. And so then, so he fires Orlando Jones. 
And so Orlando Jones, he takes it on the chin. He's like, all right, you want to fire me? Fine. You guys are pieces of shit, but whatever. I, I, I will be, I'll bounce back. I'll be fine. And so it's, he's just like, you want to let me go? I'm cool with that. Just pay me what you owe me. Uh, and they didn't pay him his wages. Cause the way the, the freaking screenwriters guild works is that like, if you're a member of the screenwriters guild and you, you know, he, Orlando Jones did all this writing for the show and the, the, the producer of the show had him do writing instead of hiring the people that they said they would. And they made him do all this shit. And he acted on the show, acted his ass off. And then he did all this work and then they just, they didn't pay him the, the wages according to how he should be paid, uh, according to the screen actors guild and, and how they, they have, they have like laws in place for how, writers and, and actors have to be paid like did you know huh. that if you if you did you know that if you play a if you reprise a role of a character that you've played in like a sequel or something your pay automatically goes up nice yeah you just you get you get more money by default so you know he just he wasn't paid what he was what he was owed and so he he talked about his experience and and so and then if you um if you go on facebook and you look at any of the um of the of the stars ads for American Gods, there's like uh, uh, every single one of the comments is just like not watching until you bring Mr. Nancy back or you know uh, what you did to Mr. Mr. Nancy's is was wrong and you know fuck this show and all this stuff and and it's well, like, damn I, I wish I would have known that I would have boycotted it too. I mean I'm gonna watch it but I'm not gonna pay for it. I mean I didn't. But I wasn't. A, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for that shit, especially. But I would have, I would have supported them somehow if they had done right by Orlando Jones. Uh, and um, and I, I respect him very much as an actor. I liked him in um, in Sleepy Hollow. He was great in Drumline, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, the 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 star of the show. I think his name is Ricky Whittle. I didn't know he was um, he was British, but of course he is because all the actors and media are <laughs> all the best all the best uh american characters in shows and movies are all played by british people right i <laughs> heard i heard that like studios hire british people because it's cheaper what? i don't know why That's i don't know why up. maybe oh you know why i think it's because british actors they are not allowed to be members of the um the of, of sag aftra the um, the American Actors Guild they have to they're like a part of the the um British Actors Guild and they don't get paid as much they're not required to pay the the SAG SAG after rates or something I need to do some research and figure this out but that's why Idris Elba is in every movie and uh, um you know uh, Superman's being played by a British guy the dude from Walking Dead walking dead the dude from walking dead is a british guy uh what's it charlie charlie dunham uh in in uh sons of anarchy is that name charlie hunnam who's charlie dunham i said i said dunham uh, i meant hunnam charlie hunnam he's a good actor though i, I liked him in uh i liked him in the king arthur movie but i i hated him in Pacific Rim, and that's the movie I hate the most more than anything in the world. Yeah. But anyway, um, I need to do some research. Remind me to figure out why British actors keep 
taking our jobs. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So housekeeping over. We can jump into the main topic. I think so. Um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about stuff that happens in real life that you think only happens in video games. I wish we had like a cool announcer, you know, like a, like the uh, the Bill Nye type announcer. Stuff you think only happens in games, but happens in real life. Life, life. life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, I should add some like music, you know, dramatic swell. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, stuff that happens in in real life that you think would only happen in a game. Like, um, did I tell you about the one time I think we were, we were in high school and I was hanging out, you weren't there, but I was hanging out with some other people and, um, and, uh, you know, this, um, I was hanging out with this one dude and he used to carry a skateboard, you know, wherever he went and somebody, some two dudes came up and and they were like, Hey, you want to play skate? And, uh, and I was like, this is just like a Tony Hawk game. And (laughs) it was like, it was like a really like a holy shit moment for me. Cause I was like, I thought, I thought that was just like a Tony Hawk thing. It's like, Hey, you know, let's do a trick, you know, or whatever. And you'll get experience points or some bullshit. But I was like, those guys just came up to a stranger. They've never met before. And they're like, you, do you want to play skate? Yeah. And, and the dude accepted the challenge. I was like, this dude just took a for real side quest in real life. <laughs> um, and when I used to, when I used to live, um, <clears throat> when I used to live in that motel, um, over in Rancho, um, I, I used to go get food, like fast food all the time. And, um, and people like, I go, used to go through the drive-thru and people used to, to come up to me all the time. I was like, Hey, can you, you get me something like, like homeless people or whatever? And they, but they'd give me the money. So maybe they weren't homeless. I don't know. But they'd be like, Hey, can you, can you get me some, uh, you know, a jumbo jack or something here, I'll, I'll give you the money for it. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, fine. It's, you know, it's just another 25 XP. Fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Um, stuff like that. But something happened to me recently. <laughs> that something caught me completely off guard. It didn't happen to me actually, but it was something that I witnessed. And I was like, I was like, Oh my God. This is right out of a game out of a game. I was at the gym and I was they have um they have all these um TVs lined up uh on the at the front of the wall. So people on the treadmill they have something to watch. And uh I think it was AMC was on and it was like a cops type show or something like that. Um some sort of it wasn't cops, but it was a cops like co- a cops like, I guess you can say. <laughs> It was a cops like it was. And uh <laughs> this paramedic is uh is driving around, you know, it, it was either a paramedic or a cop, I wasn't really sure. But he's just driving around uh, but it was a paramedic. It wasn't it wasn't a cop because he was in an ambulance or something or maybe he got a call, but he was I didn't I didn't hear any of the, the audio cuz I had my headphones in, but he's driving around and um and he sees this party <laughs> this party like taking place you know uh, like a like 100 yards away and um and it's it's like a 
it's just like a bunch of girls and they're on this bus and they're twerking on the bus. They're like, they're standing on, on the hood of the bus. So it's like, you know, one of those buses with a, with a hood. Yeah. And so they're standing on the bus and it, the bus was like painted, you know, they had painted it like, like a bunch of crazy colors and there was like streamers or, or decorations on the bus. But like a, a bunch of girls were standing on the hood of the bus and they, and they were twerking. <laughs> and so it's just paramedic. Okay. He's, this, he's an older guy. He looks to be like in his fifties, pushing 60. And he's like, <laughs> you can see the expression on his face. And he's looking over, uh, and you, and the and it had closed captions activated. So I'm just reading what what he's saying and trying to read read his lips. And and he's like, he's like, oh, we have we have we have a we have a case of booty droppers over there. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got, I think and he, and he like gets on the radio. and He's like, I got a I got a ten seventeen. I got a serious case of booty droppers. <laughs> oh my <And> so, god. <laughs> And then the camera pans over to the twerkers, and and it's like they're uncontrollable. They're in a frenzy. They they can't stop twerking. It's it's like they don't have control over their own bodies. <laughs> they're just they're just twerking violently on on this bus like a bunch of mindless zombies. And then and then what's what's the people on the bus start twerking? That then the girls in the crowd surrounding the bus they start twerking. So it's like a it's like a zombie twerk virus. It's fucking. <laughs> Oh my god! And it looked horrifying the way that they filmed it, <laughs> and the paramedic just being like, "Oh, we we have some booty droppers. I, I think that's what they're doing. They're, they're called booty droppers." And he calls it in. I, I have some booty booty droppers on the corner of of Seventeenth and and Linux, and um, <laughs> you could tell he was out of his element. And um, contagious, way- contagious twerk zombies. Yeah, but like the rest of the city was completely docile and barren. There was nothing going on, and there was just this random ass twerk party on on with a bus, as if they were like they they saw the bus as a monolith and they were drawn to the bus and they had to yeah they had to start twerking and it you know what it reminded me of a public event in Destiny, or um or like a. <laughs> Oh, okay. It reminded it reminded me of like a um like a scripted event. I was like, that's yeah. a for real script. That's a scripted event. That's like he the paramedic entered the zone, and then the game generated some booty droppers, and he and you have to. It's a side quest, and he has to go clear him out from that bus <laughs> to get some XP. So I was like, holy shit, booty droppers! There, it's that was a that was a real life. Scripted event. That's what it reminded me. He of. accidentally entered a booty job raid. He in, he entered a raid. Is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really what it, I gotta find the clip because it was the funniest thing I had seen. And it's so that's amazing. Yeah, I was in the gym and I'm trying to like you know lift weights on the machines, but I can't do it. I'm just I'm just cracking up, laughing out loud in the middle of, a, of the gym like an idiot. Yeah. People around me are looking looking at me all funny. I'm, I'm like, you, you guys don't see the booty droppers? It's like, look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a scripted event. Or, a, like you know, like a public event you see in an, in an MMO type game. Or like, like Destiny. Yeah. Like, this is, just, this is just like something that only happens to this paramedic because that's his, his quest line. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. So... Um, Along that same line, would you consider like flash mobs similar? 
Flash mobs are usually planned, right? You're like, hey, we're going to do a flash mob. Unless you're like caught yeah. in the middle of a, of a flash mob and you're like you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Because that makes sense, right? If you think about it, you know, like a game developer will plan it so that like events happen randomly. So if you're mm-hmm. just like a, bi- a an innocent bystander and you suddenly get flash mobbed and people start <laughs> dancing in the middle of a, <laughs> dancing and singing, then yeah, that's, that's t- absolutely a, a scripted event or something like that. Um, there's another term for it. I forget. Not a scripted event, but a um, like a um, a random occurrence or something like that. Yeah, but I had a bunch of uh, examples of um, of of stuff that happens in real life that um, that you think would only happen in games. Like, did I tell you about the time um, when I heard some random NPC chatter, like some GTA style random NPC chatter? Yeah, <laughs> yes, but uh, retell it. But um, before before you get into that, I want to do some uh, some honorable mentions or okay. some some close calls. But uh, first thing i want to i want to say are like uh the memes you know what i mean there are what so many there are so many memes out there like all the cats with who have spotlights on them and they all and all the captions say khajiit has wares you know that kind of oh, stuff yeah. <laughs> or or when you or when people see different colored or different shaped parts of walls and they say if everything i play in video games taught me there's something behind that wall right or um, like one that I saw recently was um, there was this waterfall and uh, there was a, 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 a hand sticking out of the waterfall and it was a middle <laughs> finger. And it says when there's nothing behind the waterfall in a video game. <laughs> I hate that. Anytime I see a waterfall and there's nothing behind it, I get really, really mm-hmm. upset. So that one made me laugh when I first saw that meme because it's like the waters, the waterfall's like "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, so just like all those types of memes, I think are are a good <clears throat> honorable mention because they're close but they're not quite. Yeah, with the waterfall thing, like, if there's no cave behind the waterfall, then it's like, I'm still disappointed, but it's not a big deal. But, you know, you ever, like, play a game where there's an actual alcove behind the waterfall, and there's nothing in there? That's... Yeah, that, that's, what I'm, that's what I was about to say. I was going to say, like, it, it, it's... Um, it's fine if you put a waterfall in a video game and the waterfall is flat against the waterfall so you know that there's nothing behind it. But what but when they put a little bit of an alcove behind it and there's nothing there, then yeah. then then fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a, the purpose of that meme that you saw. Um totally. You're absolutely right. Um Oh, okay. So the uh, the NPC dialogue, right? So I was at, I was at a Safeway, I think. And, um, and there was a security guard and he was just standing, you know, had been, I had been in line for like 10 minutes and he was just standing there, you know, he hadn't moved, um, at all. Nobody had come come up to talk to him or anything. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so he was just, he was just, just standing there. So, you know, I get my stuff, I'm at, at the checkout line and I'm getting ready to leave. And then I just, I hear him go, I think we have some, but I'm not sure. And I was like, who are you talking to? No one, he, he didn't have an earpiece in, you know, or he said something like really, really random. Just like, might want to get some baloney. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> just my something God. that you would only hear, hear, um, 
an NPC say? A Grand Theft Auto (laughs) NPC say, you know, just to give the world flavor. Yeah. There had been too much silence in the in the Safeway, and so he decided to to say something. But it was like something, you know. I like to get my brakes checked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> random uh, dialogues like that always remind me of this one um, movie that I saw a long ass time ago, and I don't remember the name of. But there was this kid. He got put into a. It's it was a romantic comedy of sorts but they were but it was set in a, a mental institute and it, i think there were two teens um fuck does that sound familiar at all yeah it sounds like you're describing legion but no 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 not... it's not no legion was fucking phenomenal but um no it's a it, it was a movie that i saw in theaters oh i know what you're talking about i um, it was a, I, the, it I was know. a it was a little it was a it was a kid it was a boy who got put in a mental institute and fell in love with a, a, another girl that was also in the mental institute. Mental institute. Minstel. Minstel. That's a hard word to say. Um, that wasn't punch drunk love, was it? No, not that I'd old. I'd have to look it up. Not that old. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to look it up, but I don't feel like it. So no. Nah, but anyway, what happened? But anyway, so there's a scene that they were. I think they were like, hi, they were both hiding in in a in a spot, and and then one of the reoccurring um other uh patients came through uh came uh came like across the screen uh, across the screen and he said i woke up and my bed was on fire <laughs> and just and just kept walking <laughs> uh, that's perfect it was so fucking funny <laughs> i gotta start doing that just to add flavor to, to people's lives you know just random npc dialogue you should yeah um yeah I, okay. I gotta come up with some some good stuff to say here's here's another kind of honorable mention because um this was just kind of a um something that happened in real life and i and I think we've mentioned it before, but that time that you that we were at Walmart and you got you got um oh man yeah and you got talked oh. to by two by two um I think they were Mormons. Mormons or something. They weren't Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses. So this this I think that's a good example of dialogue wheel choices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, I rolled a, a 20 on intimidation on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to tell that whole story. But no, no, no. What, what what happened was two Mormons came up to us and they're like, hey, do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, the Jesus Christ? And uh, and I was like, uh, sure. Uh, but just so you know, I am the Dark Lord Satan. And and the guy goes, one of the guys, it was one really tall guy and one guy who I think was in training. Yeah, I think <laughs> something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was like he was the the intern. He was the Mormon intern. And the really tall guy, these, these two black kids, they seemed really nice. They have to be. They're they're Mormons, and uh, you know they're wearing their their shirts. Whatever you can tell, they just got off their their bikes, uh, you know, with their nice color coordinated helmets or whatever. And, uh, and the tall dude, he was the one. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, just just so you know, I I'm uh, I am Satan. And the guy goes, what? And uh, and I'm like, yeah, you know, the ruler of the underworld, and the dark disciple, the prince of darkness, you know, that I, 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 I'm Satan uh, from hell. That's 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 uh, my abode. And he goes, but 
but Satan's going to burn in hell. And, and I'm like, what? No, we don't do that. We, we have, we do Pilates. We, we have banquets every Thursday. You guys should check us out. You guys on LinkedIn? <laughs> so the guy drops character immediately. And he goes, ah, oh, no. Nah. And he just, and, and then he takes his intern and they both walk away without another word. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. Okay, so I got the movie. It's called, it's kind of a funny story. 2010. Okay. 2010 movie. Is, is it any good? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It's got Zach Galifianakis and that kid in Atypical. I don't know Atypical. Uh, it's a, a good show on Netflix. Netflix. I do know. Let's see. I don't know. Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, real life game mechanics. That uh, stuff you think only happens in games, but sometimes happens in real life. Uh, repeating textures. Yes. It happens sometimes. I don't have any specific examples, but, you know, like, I guess wallpaper. If you ever see, uh, <clears throat> like, the wallpaper on a house, it's just like, oh, it's a repeating textures. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, um, tiles or like uh my closet that i'm looking at right now has, is made of wood and it's and the, they clearly made the whole thing from the same from the same piece of wood and just repeated it you know what i mean yeah so it's very repeating <laughs> it looks like a repeating texture that's pretty cool um <clears throat> Something that that happens to me fairly often. This happened just yesterday, actually. I was driving back from 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 Sac. I was going back home, or no, I was going to to Sacramento, and I see a water tower in, way in the distance, and I'm like, "Fuck, my draw distance has turned up hella high." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, I was like, "This is gonna, I'm gonna pass out if I don't if I don't change these settings because uh, this is gonna take a whole ton of processing power to render that that water tower." Um, and then there was one time I was driving and I didn't see a water tower. It's always a water tower for some reason. Cause I guess it's just background scenery and no one even uses water towers. So, but I was, I, I was driving and, and it was just flat ground. So no buildings or it was just plants as far as marsh, marshlands, as far as the eye could see. And it was totally flat. And, um, and then as, as I get closer, suddenly I notice this water tower and I'm like, oh, fuck, popping. <laughs> and just, you know, my brain had chosen to ignore the water tower. But then when I finally saw it, when, when I was fairly close to it, I was like, has that water tower always been here? This engine is unoptimized as fuck. And, um, and that's, uh, oh, and I, I've told you the stories about, um, about Fallout and GTA 4. No, okay, there was three stories, three really good stories of me playing games probably a little too much. Um or like or not playing playing them enough and then and then going into the real world before I was ready. The first time it happened, I was playing Fallout 3 and you only need two items to build a deathclaw glove, which is like a really strong melee weapon. You just need a deathclaw hand and a leather leather belt. That's it. Yeah. So I'm looking all over the the wasteland for a leather belt. That's all I need. I need. I have like three death claw hands. I just need a leather belt. Just one leather belt. Looking all over the place. And it, uh, so I spend two, maybe three hours looking for a leather belt. Just going back to places I had been before. Couldn't find a single one. I'm like, well, fuck this game. I'm gonna go get some food. I turn the game off, 
And uh, and I put, you know, I go to put on my pants, and I'm like, "Where's my belt?" It's like, "Oh, there's a fucking leather belt right there the whole time." <laughs> and then I had to take a second. I was like, "Wait, hold on, think about it." Oh, okay, got it. The second time this happened, I had been playing GTA Four, and I was looking for a fire truck. To test the physics engine, because in San Andreas, once you get a fire truck, a fire truck is one of the densest vehicles you can get in the old GTA games, and you can just plow through traffic. So you can just you can go at top speed and never have to worry about avoiding traffic. You just you just plow straight through with the fire truck. So I wanted to see if you could do the same thing in four. So I'm looking for a fire truck. I'm trying to start fires to get a fire truck to come to my location. I'm, I look for the fire department. Nobody's taking the bait. I can't find a fire truck to save my life. Mm-hmm. I just can't find one. Uh, so I'm like, well, fuck this game. I'm going to go get some, get some food, which is generally what happens. I'm like, well, fuck this game. I'm going to get some food. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. Um, so so I go out. I, I go out. I get some food. I eat. And, uh, and then I, I'm planning to go back. Uh, to my dorm, I was I was in college at the time, and I come out of the dining hall, and there's there's two fire trucks parked outside the dining hall. Uh, they're res- responding to I don't know somebody passed out or whatever, and I'm like, well, here's the fucking fire trucks have been here the whole time, and and then I was like, wait, wait, hold on, okay, let me take a step back. Something is amiss, and um, and I was like, okay, maybe I've been playing GTA Four just a little too much. Um, let me go play some more just to be sure. And, uh, <laughs> and then the last time something like this happened, I had been playing brutal doom, um, which was, which was incredible. Uh, playing brutal doom for like six hours straight. Uh, huh. and so the next morning I'm still half asleep, walking to work and, um, in doom, you know, if you get a backpack, it doubles your ammo capacity. And you, and it also includes uh, ammo for for all the weapons in the backpack. So, um, so I get off the the bus. I'm I'm walking to work, and I see this guy in front of me who got off the bus before I did, and he's got a backpack on. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit! If I kill that guy and take his backpack, it'll double my ammo capacity. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was and it was raining. It was raining, and I was like, hey, that's not that's not what stopped me. That's not what stopped me from from you know, murdering a random stranger. <clears throat> what stopped me was that it was, you know, it was raining. It was, it was lightly drizzling and I had an, um, I had an umbrella with me and I'm like, Oh, I can't kill that guy. I didn't load my umbrella. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's, it's like my umbrella is, I left all my umbrella ammo at home. And it did, it took me like ten seconds to realize, like, what are you talking about to yourself? And um, and so that's that's why I, I never I never got that backpack. So so yeah. Did you you sent me something? Oh, my bed. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, real life game mechanics. Uh, you know, if you play a lot of games, then like random stuff it, that it happens bleeds. it bleeds <laughs> into real experience life bleed you experience bleed um switching somewhat from real life game mechanics to um 
making games in real life, I, I had some ideas for um for some games that I wanted to bounce off your head. And, and really, you okay. tell me, you tell me if uh, if any of these are are good ideas. Um, the first idea was for a um, it's a okay. The elevator pitch is it's um it's a it's a cross between Twisted Metal and Resident Evil, and I call it Survival Horror. <laughs> <laughs> So so it's a it's a survival horror game but you dr- you drive around and uh, and the other enemies the zombies so to speak are are other cars or vehicles. Uh and yeah, interesting. Uh, right, and I've been trying to come up with a with a good a good design for for how to make a game like that. Um so okay, th- how would the map work? So it's semi open world, right? So you have an like open world where you can drive around, but um, the trick is, I was thinking like, okay, maybe you should just have a motorcycle so that you're because the thing about survival horror is that you have to be vulnerable, or else it's not scary. So the 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 threat of death needs to be looming over you at all times. And then you're just creating a small portion of Days Gone. Exactly, and Days Gone was not fun. I uh, no. I didn't like that. Yeah, I saw your your tiny bit of stream that you, when you did it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that game. Even a year later, they didn't fix all the issues. No. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, but I still thought it was a good idea. You know, like the motorcycle. But then I, you know, I, I started thinking about it some more, and I'm like, well, um, not just a motorcycle. You know, if it's if it's truly twisted metal meets Resident Evil, then you want to have a um a selection of cars to choose from, but they all have pros and cons. Yeah. You know, so, so like a, a van will have more storage capacity and it'll, it'll allow you to carry more items and, and weapons. Um, and maybe it has a, you know, a, a bigger, bigger gas tank so you can travel longer distances without having to refuel. Um, but it's slower and you know, you don't, you can't, um, you can't attack as freely. So it has lower attack power. But there's all these trade-offs that you have to consider with the the different different uh, vehicles. So motorcycles, uh, regular cars, sports cars, trucks, uh, vans, you know. And then the the enemies, you know, a boss would be like a monster truck or a semi, and then the regular enemies are like, you know, just crazy cars, you know. And I was trying to think of a story that would work, you know, like a I think a I think a a car cult. A car-based cult, like the um, like the guys in um, the crazy dudes in Mad Max. Yeah, they're all they're all drugged up, and you know they worship cars and all that. Um, because because uh, ultimately, you know, to make a game like that, like like what's the point of the story? I I guess it'd be a a you know commentary on the oil industry, uh, you know fossil fuels. Yeah, I so, suppose. Right, and so. You know, but but the basic idea is just like you know you drive around, or you like uh, or the thing that I was trying to the problem that I was trying to solve was healing. How do you if you're if it's a car based game how do you how do you heal and you know you could collect. Well, there's a, there's rent. a few different ways you can do that. I think how um, you can go by way of burnout and just kind of basically drive through a mechanic shop or something like that. And get right. healed instantly, or yeah. you can yeah. actually have to stop at a mechanic shop 
It would have to be a mechanic shop either way, but yes, right. You could you could easily do that, but it but, depends on how realistic you want it to be. Like if you're going with car zombies, then it might just be easy to like pick up spare parts and use those as a way of repairing your your own car. You know what I mean? Spare parts right. are your health health packs. Exactly, and that that was <laughs> one of the the solutions I came up with like, all right, what if you just collect random, you know, nuts, bolts and, and screws or whatever. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's how you repair your car because it needs to be a health healing needs to be a limited resource. Yeah. Or if uh, you want to make it a little more difficult and um, a little more complex, you can have it so that, so that parts of your car are damaged in different ways. You know what I mean? And you, could, you could do that and too. There's, there's certain, no reason you can't have both. Exactly. And you can and you can um only repair those parts of your car if you have the right components. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, tire parts. Um oh you you have rubber. You can fix your tires. Exactly. You could you could do that. Uh, and I did think about that as an option, but then I, I kept thinking about it and I realized like, okay, healing needs to be a limited resource. It, it needs to be, um, you know, you sh- you should have, um, yeah. the, the fear the fear of running out needs to be a thing. Yeah, but- well, that that will make the car <clears throat> more difficult to heal for sure. If if certain parts only heal certain sections of the car, and and that would absolutely work if you only had one vehicle throughout the game, which is why I thought a motorcycle would be a good idea. Um, you know, you just have a motorcycle, and then you heal that with with spare parts throughout the game. But then I thought like no, if it's you know, there's no point in making a car game unless you mm. have a variety of vehicles that you can drive. I feel like that could <clears throat> work. There, there there's some here's some some we're gamifying something really like cuz in real life how it would work is some parts like um some intakes only work on specific models for specific cars. But you can kind of gamify that and say, like, oh, I have an intake. It'll work on all the cars. You know what I mean? You can just – you can do – you can go about it that way if you really want to so that all car parts – like, all rubber is going to work for all tires. And Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And all batteries are going to work for all cars. Right. Mostly. Um, Some cars need two batteries. No. Yeah. Hopefully not. Something like that, you know? Well, if it's like a van and maybe the van or RV or something, it might need two batteries. <laughs> well, an- another thing that I wanted to do was to keep the game simple, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, so, you know, for a certain type of game, if it was like a car horror simulation, then using different parts for different parts of the car would make sense. But I wanted to, you know, keep things simple and accessible. Okay. Because um, like from a budgetary standpoint, you don't want to implement too many have you literally don't want to have too many moving parts yeah because uh, that's gonna that's gonna make development take longer and it's also gonna make your your target demographic a lot more niche and you know you're it's only car enthusiasts that you're really going to be attracting so you need something with mass market appeal so the solution that i came up with is okay forget healing the vehicles once you damage a vehicle like you play as a character who can't repair cars and oh. you're in a you're in a, a a deserted environment there are no mechanics once your car is damaged you have to find another one and that's how you heal is by stealing new cars or not new but undamaged cars but then and that, once that uh, that makes a part of the game where you are 
out of a car where you're actually controlling a humanoid character. But your goal, but your sole goal once you don't have a car is to find another one. Yeah, and so that's actually the only way to actually die in the game is on foot. So if you're in a vehicle that's a, that's a, like that can be driven, well, because once a, a car is, isn't um, is a mobile or doesn't function anymore, you automatically mm-hmm. get off of it. But on foot is how <clears throat> you can be ran over or shot or you know or or mauled by a, a the carbine har- harvester. How common are cars then? Because are you going to be spending a fuck ton of time looking for a new car? Because then that kind of takes away from the whole game. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. So maybe I don't know. Maybe you have like a like a Segway. <laughs> like you can you can ride around on a on a Segway or one of those motorized scooters, so that at least you can get around town. But uh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe not a Segway, but you know something akin to that. Like a like a that was a, a joke. A, Rollerblades, skateboard, something, something, a bike, <laughs> uh, Heelys. Your character has Heelys. Mm-hmm. No, but there should be <laughs> enough. Well, why not all of it? An- Just give it. Give the player a choice. What is your mode of transportation <laughs> outside of a car? <laughs> That's a, a pick. Pick your class. Yeah, scooter, scooter, or Heelys. <laughs> no, but there should be enough vehicles that like. You can you can pick the one you like until like if you're good at the game you can pick just one car and then you can uh, just the one the car that suits your play style play through the whole game like that but you know the, your first time around when you're figuring out the, the mechanics I expect people would need to switch cars fairly often and usually it's a matter of mm-hmm. what I what I would like to happen is for like. Once your your car gets damaged and you have to find an, another one, it's not a huge deal. There is like that that oh shit moment where you have to find a car because you're you're vulnerable, and you know you can die as uh, while you're on foot. But it shouldn't take. You have to dash and and make your way to another vehicle. But once you, it shouldn't take too long. You know what I mean? The areas, the environments, the levels will be somewhat formerly heavily populated areas. So imagine like a rapture scenario where just everybody's disappeared for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and then, but they but they left their cars behind and you can take any car that you see on the, on the street, but, um, but it's still, it's still limited. Right. Um, because like once there's a set number of cars in the game and if you use them all up, you, you don't get any more. It's over. Uh, just like the, the healing items in resident evil. Like you, if you find a green herb, you know, there's no way in Resident Evil to get another green herb once you've once you've uh, used them all. So you have to manage the number of cars in the games the same way you would because essentially finding cars that's how you heal. So the people who really want to like there should be a a really high level trophy or achievement for the game where you beat it on the hardest difficulty in only one car. Yeah. Sure, but I, but I guarantee you that wouldn't happen the first playthrough. At oh, least not hell, if- hell no. That's something like that they do multiple times to try and achieve that. Like, oh, I got so close. Right. Yeah. Speedrunners <laughs> will probably beat the game with just a motorcycle, and I'm thinking like motorcycles would be like yep. more maneuverable and and they're they're faster. But you know, one hit you're dead, or one hit you're on foot, and then then you have to find another car. So you know that's that's an idea that I'm playing with, and I I think it's um fairly doable you know it wouldn't um Ooh, okay and for um so there's different cars for different kinds of 
classes, let's say. There's different classes of cars. And electric cars can be the stealth class. Ooh, that's smart. That's really smart. Right? Because they're quiet I as like shit. That. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Didn't even think of that. Um, I like that. That's cool. Uh, I'll put that in the uh, design document. Um, okay, so the other idea. I want to make a mech game real bad. <laughs> but I was like, yes. I was I was like, man, I I could make any like a, a mech game like any other game. Actually, the first idea I had was to take like Rainbow 6 and do like a squad-based shooter but with mechs. And and I was like, that sounds pretty cool, but I was like, no, I got to take it a step further, right? You know, there's something that has to set this game apart. So, giant robots. But the robots are so fucking big. I'm 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 I mean like huge. These robots are so big that walking around the planet you can see the curvature of the earth and like the the level that you explore is it's the whole planet taller than mount everest way taller than that yeah like bigger than that and and you can run around the whole planet in like 20 minutes so like like gurun lagan big <laughs> maybe not not quite that big but around that big <laughs> but 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 not like anime bullshit like that like gurun lagan but like an actual hardcore tactical mech simulator but not super hardcore where it's like Arma, Arma 3, where it's like completely inaccessible to normal users. But if they're so massive, there'd only there'd be such a limited supply of them. Like, you'd only be able to fight like, there'd only be like maybe five in existence because otherwise there's just no room on the planet. <laughs> I mean, the planet's actually a, a huge place and, you know... Uh... Like if even if you had a robot that was two times the height of Mount Everest, you could still fit like ten thousand of them. Yeah, if not more than that. Like it's, I'm sure like a hundred thousand. Like there's plenty of space on the planet. But you're absolutely right. I mean that would make the level pretty small. I mean I'm not saying that wouldn't be fun. Having it would be akin to being on um uh that that world that Goku goes to when he dies oh, every yeah. time. It'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay, so imagine Goku being a giant robot. Mhm. No, that that's a that's a good point. Um I should use the, I'll use that as a reference cuz he can run around that whole that whole place and uh Mhm. And that place has like 500 times Earth's gravity or something. Or it's like 10 times. Yeah. And you could literally uh, run around the planet um, in in like maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> it's so small or something like less that. Th- less than that. I remember he, yeah. he was chasing that stupid monkey around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that that's a good, that's a good point. But, um, but I thought about that. I was like, all right, if, you know, because the thing is like a robot that big would be so heavy that every single step would cause devastating earthquakes it, it, it would destroy the planet just walking around the earth. Exactly. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's what the game needs to be based on, right? So you have a you play as a as a hit squad of of giant mechs, but these these mechs are sent in not when you want to assassinate a high value target like a general or a dictator or something like that, but when an entire planet needs to be assassinated. So there are going to be multiple planets. There would have to be, which would mean that yeah. the the mechs themselves would have to be able to would need to be capable. I mean, of interplanetary travel. This kind of just means, sounds like Gurren Lagann, man. Does it? <laughs> I, do they, I, I never they, watched the show, but I I just imagined this happening in that within that universe. You know what I mean? Nah, <laughs> it would never happen. But again, this is like a it's a um it's a it's a squad based 
tactical mech simulator. So it's not sounds it's fun. Not, it's not um there's no anime bullshit. Yes, you play as a giant robot, but it's more akin to like BattleTech, yeah, or me- or Mech Assault or a Mech Warrior than Gundam. Um, you know, like there would be actual infantry tactics, and you know, you, like they would your enemies would deploy other mechs to fight you. But the whole thing is like you know you're traveling from planet to planet, so the first the first step of that you, you know in, in your giant mech. In in light speed ship, so I guess like imagine a, a a battleship that can transform into a robot, and then, and then it lands on the planet and, and and causes a giant crater, and you know because you're 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 a planet assassin. Yeah. Right? So are you just but, going around going around like destroying cities like rampage style? Yeah, 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 exactly. But before that, before you can land on the planet, you got to take out that planet's armada, right? So you got to do mm-hmm. like some some ship combat. This sounds arcadey. Um, it would be if it weren't for the fact that your um, you know the um the damage model would need to be pretty realistic, you know, so you could lose an arm or a leg, or you can get shot in the cockpit and and die in one hit mm-hmm. if someone has a railgun or something. Um. There's no high score, right? There's no health bar. It's it's um it's it's more physics based. Um, but you go so on imagine missions like at the end of every mission, does it give you statistics on how well you did? Like like an arcade no. style. <laughs> you got an S rank. Uh, yeah, I figure like to have a gi- a giant robot that big, you know. They're not worried about collateral damage. It's like destroy the entire planet, blow it up if you have to, because they're because mm-hmm. I mean imagine imagine a, a future where you know hum- humanity has colonized like a shit ton of the universe, not just the galaxy, but they found planets and you know light speed travel isn't a big deal, and you can and you can or faster than light travel, you can you can travel from galaxy to galaxy in the blink of an eye and. And you know, they found all these habitable planets, and and there's there's hundreds of them, like a Warhammer 40k. How many planets are in the 40k universe? There's hundreds of thousands. Um, yeah. But imagine, imagine you know, some your your uh, your commanding officer or your, the general of your army finds out, like, hey, you know, a high value target is is on this planet. Intel suggests that we have a, a you know a, a general or or somebody one of the the lieutenants. Or a part, there's a party going on on this planet. We got to take it out. So you fly to the to to, to the planet, in in your spaceship, which transforms into a giant robot. And when you land on the planet, it it takes out half of it because, like you know, it's like the when the dinosaurs were taken out. Because you're gonna land on the planet at going near light speed, and that's gonna crack the damn thing in half. Because huh. again, like because there would be like a shit ton of planets. And you would go to planet to planet, taking out taking out the the planet itself is the target, right? So just forget forget all the what the hell is that? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, for, forget forget the you know men, women, and children, you know, and the rules of engagement. Like your job is to blow up the entire planet. And yeah, I know that sounds super ruthless, but of course I would I would tie that into the narrative, you know. There'd be a whole character arc about like 
I don't know, a redemption arc or something. I, I I don't know. I haven't figured it out. But the idea is like the ro- it's giant robots, but the robots are so big that you can see the curvature of the Earth, and you can you know you can wa- run around an entire planet. That was the idea. Nice.